0: you need a drink is your podcast if you're interested in conversation and stories about why people need a drink and how
1: you may cause others to drink i'm cole nelson and i'm alita black we're two working moms trying to make the world a better place one human at a time so grab your favorite drink and follow along with the chaos Everybody, welcome. We're so excited. Hi. Welcome to our first episode of Do You Need a Drink? Mm -hmm. I am Alita. I'm Cole. And we are so excited to start this fun journey and just help make people's lives easier and make us all better people
0: yes and here's just some fun stories and everything
1: so yes i'm excited nervous i know agreed this agreed. will be good yeah we've got a good lineup of people though i think we do yeah we do uh, people willing to spill their guts and be honest about their job and yep for so. sure yeah so we're gonna we're gonna take this first episode to just kind of introduce ourselves and kind of how we ended up here
0: yes yeah. mm-hmm
1: Kind of get to know everybody. Long
0: road. Yeah. yeah. I know. Point. I know.
1: It, it went from, what's a podcast? I, don't,
0: I didn't know when you first asked, asked me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I knew what it was, right. but I wasn't right. even thinking about it. Yeah, it started with our team doing our goal setting, and I had mentioned that I wanted to start a blog. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was that would have been Super out of my comfort zone, and this is super duper out of my comfort zone. So, <laughs> how
1: about you take that blog and add a microphone? Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> but here I am. So, uh, I said yes, and I said, Okay, you do it, and I'll just kind of help. <laughs> yes,
1: and it's, it's, I mean, because we both, we're both moms, mm-hmm. we both have full time jobs in real estate, and so this was kind of our little side project. So, it has taken nine months we figured nine out to months get to this point <laughs> i just i feel like the whole process seemed so overwhelming it did in the beginning of like where do we even start
0: right we did things and then we didn't realize we didn't need to do them yep like decorating a wall oh my God. <laughs> we didn't even we
1: end up using a whole room yeah and then was like oh, oh this
0: is yeah we're not doing this no
1: this isn't working
0: yeah so but i think actually the turning point in my eyes, was when we actually went out shopping for our equipment. Yes. Then it was kind of like, okay, it's official. Like we have this stuff now. We're moving forward. Agreed. Yeah.
1: Because we were using, we were going to use my wireless mics yep. that I use for <laughs> real estate videos. <laughs> and we kind of and then we pieced I pieced it together thanks to Google yeah like we have an actual microphone in front of us right now so we did our photo shoot oh yes and we didn't even know what the name of it was gonna be yet. Mm -mm. we didn't even know what concept we were going with we were throwing ideas out there right left and right so we had our photos before we (laughs)
0: New well, cause that's because it's fun. Yeah, we wanted to do the fun stuff together. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, and I think I think I was having some photos retaken anyway, mm-hmm. so it just kind of worked. It worked out to do that. Uh, from there, it was just a lot of brainstorming and notes. We started with Zoom calls because it was kind of right in the middle of COVID chaos, mm-hmm.
0: and our kids were all at home. Oh my gosh! So we. Imagine having four kiddos. Oh my god! My one and your three running around while we're trying to like brainstorm. But yeah, Zoom calls. So yeah,
1: and now I just little by little here we are. Yeah, got a cute little podcast room for now.
0: Yep, for now. It works. Mhm. So yeah, so
1: basically, do you need a drink came about because we had several different ideas and plans and roads we could go down, but we really liked the idea of there's probably 20 things every day that I do that irritates people that I don't realize irritates them. Yes. Everything from not returning my cart To the right spot. Right. uh, To Not using my blinker. Right. When I'm turning. Uh Like just little things. And and I think making us aware of it and making people aware that some of the things you do could be causing somebody to drink.
0: Yeah. So let's do better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's just all be better people and Mm -hmm. work harder. Better humans. Yeah. And it just kind of took off from there. Yeah. So...
0: So, I'll kind of start and just kind of ask you questions, because I don't even know a lot of this stuff. Like, I know where you went to high school. Right. Um, but I don't know much about, like, how, what kind of a student were you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Most of my repor- report cards were that I talk too
0: much. Yeah, I had detention five times in fifth grade, because I talked too much. Oh, my gosh. Fourth grade. Oh, my gosh.
1: That's a lot, then. <laughs> yes yes oh it was constant like from the second i started school Mm -hmm. it was every single report card alita alita talks to the person next door it didn't even matter who was next (laughs) to me it just they they got roped into it yeah Um, and then in high school i remember getting the talk several times of i'm concentrating too much on my social life and moving up on my academic Mm -hmm. um i don't know school kind of was hard for me at times it i didn't i didn't test well Mm -hmm. um of course, I, I guess I didn't study all that much either. So that probably <laughs> doesn't <laughs> that help. But I just, I wasn't a huge school person. I wasn't right. one of those people that I can think of in my head right now that are doing really well for themselves now. Not that I'm not, but just because they academically it, were gifted in that. Mm-hmm. that they either so, were really good at it and they enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's part of it, too. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're not. Yeah. You're not giving it your
0: all. I definitely like. It, I think it, there, like you said, there are people that are gifted that actually enjoy it. And in general, I feel like I went to high school to play sports. Mm-hmm. That was my, that was my gift, right? Was yeah, I so that. I would go to sc- and I, and it was social for me. Like I would go right. to, I would ride into work with my dad an hour before school started, so I could sit at my locker and talk to friends before school started. Oh my when my brother was driving. To school an hour after me.
1: You just hang out, yep. Wait for people to talk to you. Yep.
0: Okay. And I my favorite teachers were always the coaches. (laughs) (laughs) And they loved me too. Like I would do stats for the head basketball coach because I my brother was on the basketball team and so I loved those classes. Yeah. But I struggled in a lot of other classes too. I just didn't have the mindset to focus on it because I didn't enjoy it. So yeah. So I was kind of like you. It yeah. was more about the social. Maybe that's what led us to our careers. Exactly. <laughs> it probably helps and us here a little we bit. We are. of yeah. Explains
1: the rest of our life. Right. Yeah. I wasn't a sports girl. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't cheerleader. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a sport. <laughs> it is. Some of my it best is. friends were cheerleaders. We so didn't very competitive or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I did it because a friend wanted to try out. I tried out with her happened to make it and and I'm, I'm glad I did because I don't think I would have done it otherwise but Right. some of my core friends came from that and like the core group of people that I hung out with
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: came from that and, and so I, I didn't do sports sports per se like competition right. sports but but you were active yeah I, yeah. Was, I was a part of the group yeah I was, you know band
0: choir yeah all of that's the, important
1: yeah yeah and then after high school um, like the thought of going to college, like the thought of more learning, at that point, <laughs> honestly, your brain was full. It was. How far am I going with this? I don't know. <laughs> you asked one question, I didn't sat back. <laughs> so what? Uh, what were your sports in high school? It was volleyball, basketball. Um.
0: Nope. I oh. well, I was a I was a gymnast or gymnastics when I was three. Really. Yep. And I did that all throughout s- school, um, and then in. Mm, junior high whatever it was junior high back then I don't know if they have that anymore but I ran track and as an eighth grader um I ran on the varsity team a little bit so I was doing all and I started volleyball too so I was doing gymnastics volleyball and track and field okay um and then when I got into high school um I couldn't do all of that so in ninth grade was my last year of gymnastics okay. and so then the rest of it was all volleyball and track. Yeah, and volleyball is still part of my life. Like, I'm still a club director. I help run a volleyball club out of Eden Prairie. And that's how I met my husband, it was at a volleyball tournament.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. But you follow sports, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm in a fantasy football league. <laughs> oh my, um, my husband and I, we have Timberwolves season tickets. Um, yeah, so it's a. I i mean, like, we don't even watch, like, TV— unless it's sports okay like for no reason last night him and i miles was been friends over yeah and um he and i were watching tennis so, for no reason like neither one of us even and, played and so but actually that's
1: watch it with
0: you yeah but that's what was it was just on so that's yeah. what we were watching and it's we don't throw on the news we right. don't throw we're on a tv people show pe- yeah i just so that's what we were doing Mean. yeah so
1: yeah i don't know if my kiddos even have any kind of, concept <laughs> of
0: but that's what's different about us that's what's right. kind of cool and what right. makes us different is that i do like you're very much more artsy and involved in your community
1: right and that's true, yeah i forget that so in high school a big part of my life was joe's daughters yeah was was the this non mm-hmm. for girls that is that teaches like how to run meet business meetings, and right. Um, public speaking and kind of building that sister bond yep. with girls, not just in the city, but the state and the world as yeah. well. And so yep. that was that was kind real
0: of life was situations. Right. It builds right. them to be yeah better at all of that, which is nothing. I know I never did anything like that. Like I didn't do any Girl Scouts or yeah, anything with like that.
1: But I feel like what I, I got, got that, from mm-hmm. that, the team, a hundred percent. Which is what you got from your team. Yep. So. Yep. I mean, same same outcome, different mm-hmm. process.
0: Yep, hundred percent. So, yeah. You went. You were a preschool teacher. Yep. And at what point then did you like? Do you have a story about like when you decided that you wanted to be a mom?
1: Ooh. I mean, yeah. So, um, 1980, I was born, and uh, pretty much decided. <laughs> really oh it was it was like I I was the one that was very like my mom always says that too that I was just very motherly okay very I have three younger sisters that I motherly slash bossy I guess um sure and so I think it just always it it was always a when I become a mom Mm -hmm. like there was no question that I was that that that's what I wanted was to be a sure have a family yeah so yeah how about you
0: I don't think I ever wanted to be a mom really, (laughs) for a very long time. Um, I think especially like when I was in college and younger, like my younger 20, my early twenties, I was like, no. And it wasn't that I didn't want to be a mom. I don't think it was more just, I wanted, I was probably a little selfish at that point. And I don't know that I wanted to go through the whole process of being pregnant and going through labor. So I was like, nah, I'm, I think I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Then I can travel and do all this stuff. And then, I, and then I met Mark mm-hmm. and it was one of the very first things I thought about him as he was playing volleyball at a very competitive level. I'm like, oh, I think I want to have that guy's babies. <laughs> so, um, oh my gosh, and then him. I continued to break up with him a handful of times and he yeah. just stuck around. So, okay. yeah. So I, I needed to meet my husband to realize right. like, yeah, like I want I want to do this whole life thing with you. Yeah before I decided I wanted to have kids but I feel like we have to talk about that because our kids are such a huge part of our lives they are I feel like that's probably our number one priority. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: One hundred percent, it is.
0: And people will know they'll learn that about us because yeah. we'll talk about it a lot. Probably. <laughs>
1: yeah. They are they are our everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they're also why we drink. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh-huh. it's not. Yes. I mean, as much as I always wanted to be a mom, and I think you know, I worked I worked with kids my entire life. I mean, I volunteered at the library. Like everything I did, kind of revolved around kids growing up. Um, so I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but it's definitely a different story when you're the one responsible for keeping them alive. Right.
0: (laughs) Yep. It's, it's a lot at times. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's very worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When Miles was young, I always, always like this kid needs me so badly. (laughs) Like he can't do anything. (laughs) Um, and now we're at the point where he's like, does it, we're starting to get to that point. So
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, it's, um, and I think that that's what was hard for me was the somebody actually needing me so bad. Yeah. That thought of that was like, and, and I loved that. I loved every stage with miles, but right. um, loved and hated every stage. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. But definitely everything that we go through daily is, you know, could cause me to drink. Right. But Absolutely. yeah, no. And I, I feel guilty sometimes cause I look forward to, I think so much of like to see what he's going to be like. What's he going to do?
1: Right. Oh, you I know. Don't think, I think but, I, I understand the guilt part of it because mm-hmm. mommy guilt is yeah. real. Yes. It is a real thing. I like
0: have a that. lot of friends that get mom guilt.
1: Oh, but I, I I don't know if it's society or if it's us putting it on ourselves or right. women putting it on other women. Right. But no matter what I do, I have mommy guilt. Yep. If I'm at work and not with my kids, I have mommy guilt. Yep. If I'm with my kids... But not working and bringing in money for them to do things, I have mommy guilt. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just constantly there. Yeah. It doesn't matter. doesn't ever go away. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
0: When I'm with him, I'm good. Like, that's my, I could care less about the world or anything when I'm with him. So, um, but it's so rare. Right. Right. So.
1: It is. Yeah. Well, when you're 100% with him, it's rare. Yes. Especially in this industry. Right. Because you're, you're texting and emailing and an offer comes That's in or true. an offer needs to be put in or you're on somebody else's schedule. So it's great to have that. So that
0: probably is only when I'm laying in bed with him at night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be honest. Oh, my her. gosh. And even then, yeah. I had one kid on one side of me last night and one kid on the other side. And the listing agent called up for an offer that I put in, and we're talking, talking it through as they're like <laughs> my arm. Oh, but you know, it's not do what you gotta do. Exactly, it's not every night, and it's that schedule that allows me to be able to go to their Valentine's parties during the day, right? You know, yeah, and be able to drive them to school. Oh, well, they don't do those anymore. And well, COVID and okay.
0: yeah, lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. The world changing.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um, so we talked a little bit about what you did before you got into real estate mm-hmm. so what made you get into real estate like what brought you to that point
1: so i have cousin aaron who lives down in arizona who's been i mean i have I have three sisters who i'm also very close with my my, my whole family is very tight-knit mm-hmm. but um cousin aaron has probably been my best friend i mean she's she's older
0: hmm. Someone to look up to.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. By two months.
0: <laughs> oh, oh gosh.
1: I, was, I always have to give her grief. She She's
0: older. <laughs> She's not older. She's the same age as you. She was
1: born in January. Uh, I was born in April. So we've been best friends our entire lives. Yeah. Um, and she has done real estate down in Arizona for, I don't know, a million years. Yeah. Um, Forever and ever, and so she had been always been talking to me about real estate and saying, "I really think you should do this. I think you would love this." And I kept saying, "I don't know. It's hard nights and weekends." I also am not a salesperson. I'm not pushy. I yeah. don't like it. I don't like the. I always think of it as nagging. Mm-hmm. Like I I, 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 just I didn't like that. Yeah. And, and finally, one day she said, "Okay, but you're not a salesperson. You're more of a like." matchmaker slash personal shopper right she said you can't you can't convince somebody to buy a house because if you convince them to buy that house and then they end up not liking it they're not coming back to you right and that's not the point you don't want to sell somebody their first house and never see them again you want to sell them their first home and their last home and every home in between right so she said you're 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 helping them, you're guiding them, you're researching for them. Mm-hmm. And when she put it that way, I was like, you know what? That is kind of up my alley. It's
0: not just a salesperson.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, and my husband and I, I, I was helping him run his business. He <laughs> he came home from work one day. It was a Thursday. And I said, so I did a thing today. And he goes, you did what? I said, I signed up for real estate classes. And he's like, oh, oh, Um, well, when does it start? I said, on Monday. And he's like, I'm sorry, what? How are we going to make this work? And I said, I don't know, but it's non-refundable. So, uh, so I mean, we yeah. yeah. We made it work. And I think if we wouldn't have done it that way, I would still be debating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably debated about doing this for five, six years before I actually did. Yeah. So thanks to Cousin Aaron, Yeah, uh, and her... Um, persuasion.
0: Yeah, got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That it, We're so different in all of these senses because yeah. before um, I got into real estate, I was working at Regis Corp, the hair salon. I was working in their accounting department part-time.
1: You were in, in accounting before
0: this. Well, I wasn't an accountant, but I was oh, in the account, right, finance right, department. Right. Um, I was a property manager for okay. uh, private owners and helped run their rental properties out of the metro area here and that's where i kind of started to get my feel for real estate a little bit um so i learned a lot of stuff at that point um because one of the owners was a real estate agent so i was learning stuff there but then i also ran a volleyball club so i kind of like did a little bit of everything that i liked right which was great um and then at one point well, one, the people that own the properties decided they were going to start selling them and getting them off their books because they were putting every, starting to get everything towards retirement. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I need to find a full-time job. And at this point, my son was two. I right. had been home with him most of the time. And so it was a huge turning point in 2017 when I got okay. my license. But I had a conversation with a neighbor, and she was like, I know a really great real estate agent that was looking for an assistant. And so I just jumped right in, like it wasn't a decision I had to make because I think I was already kind of thinking about it a right. little bit, right? Um, but not the full time thing, yeah. Because that was something that was really scary to me.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, it is for most
1: people, right? You don't have that normal paycheck, right? It's, it's based off of your drive, your motivation, your likability. Yeah. Or there's so many factors, right? That can play into your paycheck.
0: Yes. So,
1: do you wish you would have gone into it sooner?
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think um, maybe not. I don't know. Now that I think about it, too, if I would have been younger, I don't know that I would have had the ability to keep myself focused. Like if I'm like this job is this job is you can take it or leave it, right? Like so, like for me, this isn't like a part time gig. Like this is this is the only way I make money. Right. So I have to work, and so I have to be very um self-motivated you have to you know if if that's what you want to do if this is what you're gonna do so
1: yeah you don't have anybody going where's those reports
0: you don't have a job you you don't don't have have a boss you You don't have anyone to answer to um so it's it's on you so i feel like had i been younger no i don't know i don't know because i don't know that i could have done that
1: agreed now that i think about yeah yes and no i think um if if it would have been my early 20s Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I mean, I see some of the younger kids. Even my early
0: thirties, I'm like, yeah. I don't think I knew myself well enough to.
1: That I don't know if I had enough of the confidence in myself. Yes. In my early thirties, I really do think that they're every spot in my life. That I have everything that I have done has let has given me some kind of perspective, some kind of knowledge, some mm-hmm. kind of confidence, some kind of whatever. Yep, to kind of make me the person that I am in order to be able to do this job.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And we're both successful too, so it's working. It's not like
1: something's working right. Yeah, yeah. something's yeah.
0: going right. So
1: it's <laughs> it's uh, whatever whatever we're doing now. Well, and I I feel like that's part of. Finding myself too, mm-hmm. because when I was a stay-at-home mom, my life and my life is still my children, right? But it literally was, yeah. Everything revolved around right. them, and right. so I think it for me being the type of mom that I am, where I tend to, I'm well aware that I tend to be a little bit more helicoptery mm-hmm. um, than other parents. Um, that not only do I need that time for myself, 100%. but my kids need that time. They need. To be able to have other adults in their life teaching them and other friends and have their own thing outside right. of me as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I agree. real estate definitely helped push me to give them their space mm-hmm. and my own space, too. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I, and when I was home with Miles and working those three jobs, I wasn't meeting people I wasn't talking to people at work Mm. I was kind of on my own doing my thing and I feel like I kind of lost a little bit bit of my personality yeah honestly so when I got back in this I was not as confident yeah so now and I'm gaining that all back but yeah yeah, definitely as a mother I think you can lose yourself
1: very easily
0: and so this I would say that that's probably another good thing about this job is that you have the opportunity to be get out there yeah meet people like Build your confidence. All of that. Yep, I agree.
1: Especially for those of us girls whose report cards always talk too
0: much. <laughs> that is it's, our job now. Right. Exactly. We get to talk all we want, yeah. especially then, on the podcast. I was just gonna
1: say. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. It's Like the light bulb just went on. Yep. The girls who talk ding, too ding. much are now. You'd be up <laughs> in people's ears
0: off. So tell me some things that might, um, like, stress you out with the job too. That since we're talking about.
1: this like
0: may cause you to drink and like maybe it's just like I need a cup of tea to like bring myself down or it might be I need a shot of tequila right now who knows (laughs) but what's what are some of the things that you feel like on a daily or weekly or whatever basis would maybe cause you to have
1: a drink yeah I mean I think it's it's the the things I love about my job with the scheduling stuff. It, it's also very stressful at times, mm-hmm. where you're you're juggling all those balls and and trying to keep things in the air. And it's so I, I cause myself to drink, and I know I do. <laughs> I know I do. I feel like sometimes I have my expectations of what I'm supposed to be doing I, way higher. Now that you
0: say that, I kind of agree with you. Like I got stressed out about something, and. Was like freaking out, and it it had to do with work. But I can't. I don't really want to talk about it. But I was freaking out about it. And two days later, it was an appointment that Uh was set. And so I was like, "Miles is home. I have to find somebody to watch my kid. I have to prepare for this listing. I have. I have to prepare for this, this, and this." Mm -hmm. And then they ended up canceling altogether because they ended up hiring somebody that they had already interviewed before they even talked to me. Yeah. So. So which is fine follow. but i like yeah but i got all worked up for like mm-hmm. three days mm-hmm. and then it didn't even happen yeah. so um
1: and even if it I did know. it, it would have worked out you would have totally it your day
0: every it always works if, out if, i'm still yes, here
1: <laughs> and i need to give myself those little pep talks on a regular basis yeah like, like everything's gonna be okay I, I get inside my own head of needing everything to be perfect and yeah. just right yeah and I think I've had to talk myself off the ledge quite a few times. So I think, honestly, I've Were you having a
0: cocktail when you were.?
1: Uh, more than likely. Yes. <laughs> and what is your
0: favorite <laughs> cocktail?
1: I think it depends on my mood. Okay. So if it's. And maybe morning, it's not a cocktail.
0: What's your stripes. favorite drink?
1: Um, by evening, it, usually a good white wine or um, these new seltzer waters that are all the rage. Yes. A or a truly, or, a, you know, yep. that sounds good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you? What
0: what is your go to drink and why would you have to drink it? Um, my go to drink is it's just vodka sodas, and it's, it doesn't have to be a vodka soda. But I love these high noons yes. that are vodka sodas. You brought them. I've been talking them about yes. them before, but. Um, they're vodka soda, so they're not like a a white claw or those okay. those Vizis and stuff. They're literally vodka soda. Uh, so though, and I will actually have a vodka soda once in a while too. And I like to I like to throw a beer in there once in a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching my figure. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I
1: love your comment the other day of like, when do I not need to worry about this anymore? Yeah, when, when can
0: I? I said it to my friends. I think at our, one of our last girls' weekends. I'm like, let's all make it like a pact on when we can all like, what age can we stop caring about what we look like? Yes. Like no yes. more Botox, no more <laughs> like dieting, just enjoying life and yes. eating burritos whenever you want. Um, yeah. And they were all like, we don't know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I hope it's coming.
1: You know what, though? I feel, like, I feel like there's a lot of like women empowerment going on right now, though, and people just loving their bodies yep. and removing the filters and being like, you know what? This is who I am. Yep. And I think that it just causes, it probably causes women to drink all over the world right. on a regular basis 100%. because they're not living up to certain what expectations. The, or
0: what they want. They think they should be. Yeah. Yes. 100%.
1: Exactly. So I say we start it
0: now. Okay. Sounds good.
1: So cool. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So let's say that somebody could snap their fingers and you could instantly be good at something, anything, and just be like really good at it. What would you choose to be good at? Cooking. Ooh.
0: My husband is a big eater and he'll eat anything, but I have always kind of thought of myself as I'll try stuff and I like to cook. I just, I love food. Okay. I love, love food. And that's the hardest part about dieting. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of over it. But anyway, I I do like to cook when I have time, which is yep. very rare. And usually I'm doing something. But... Um, are
1: you a recipe follower or are you a...
0: I will follow the recipe once and then I, I'm on my own. Okay. Like, just like with directions. Like, I drive to a house one time and I remember how to get there every time. Oh, gosh, I wish. I like to do it too. And I like to do it, like, for big groups of people. Right. Like, when neighbors are coming over people are gonna be around and stuff like that i okay. like to do it so, so um, maybe taking it to the next level, next level. Mm-hmm. yep i love it cool um i want to know if because it's something i do not know about you but i kind of assumed um do you sing karaoke uh-huh. and what song is your song of choice
1: i love me some karaoke <laughs> yes on a regular like Absolutely, it, and sometimes I don't even need to be official karaoke. But sometimes it's just you know random songs in the car, uh, in my house, in the office, um, inappropriate times at kids' schools. It just it just comes nice. out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> so, but when you're at a bar, if there's karaoke, are you like I'm in? Oh, absolutely! Like
1: one hundred. What's your song? Ooh. Um, a good get, Maybe Dixie some... Chick song Ooh. is always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little Nora Jones is always good. Um, there is so there was so I used to be a little bit more shy with my karaoke skills, and then there was one time that my husband and I went to Vegas for a trade show, and um, I sang a Dixie Chick song there, and it actually went over really well. And nice. I'm like, oh, well, this is my new karaoke yeah, song. Yeah, you're probably so good at it. It's it's a. Um, When I've had too many to drink, maybe once or twice in my life, uh, that would be the song I go to because I know I can sing it drunk or sober (laughs) good point
0: (laughs) oh funny oh
1: well this was so fun it was great yeah this is
0: kind of like a normal day for us though actually you're not you're
1: not you're not lying (laughs) so when we would have these meetings and stuff we'd talk for like probably two hours and then be like oh oh, we should should probably talk talk about podcasts yeah actually
0: get some work done Mm -hmm. for sure so some upcoming Podcast I'm super excited about. Um, We're going to be able to interview a teacher Mm -hmm. to kind of get some behind the scenes. Stories. Yes. What sure teachers do and do not like.
1: Oh, I, there's got to be a million stories out there. Tons. Why teachers drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm actually impressed with teachers that don't drink on a regular basis.
0: <laughs> I think that <laughs> I've heard rumors that teachers are probably some of the craziest people out there.
1: Ooh, that because be. they have
0: a lot of steam to blow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a teacher, we'd love to hear not only stories but questions. You yeah. you're a parent out there, and you're like, Ooh, sure. What do what do I need to stop doing in order to make my teacher's life better? Yeah, my mm-hmm. kids easier teachers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a postal worker.
0: That one's gonna be great. Yes, I'm excited. Yes,
1: she's had some good stories. Um, I think many people just think their their mail just magically appears in their mailbox.
0: Well, it does, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> but how does it get there?
1: Exactly, and <laughs> and the process, and like yeah. how much drinking needs to happen in order to get it there. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we've, and we've got a much bigger lineup, too. If you, if, if anybody out there has anybody that they think should be on the show or there's a great... That we can help,
0: right? Yeah. That we need to be yes. more aware. That of... we need
1: to have a little mm-hmm. public service announcement about of let's be nice to these people. Um, and I think especially in this day and age with, with COVID being a thing and mm-hmm. we just all need to be better. Mm-hmm.
0: Do better, so, people. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So we are going to make it a tradition on this podcast to end with a good cheers. So um, if everybody raises their glasses while well, I find it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Not ready. <laughs> uh, okay, so to kick this, this nice little journey that we have going on and give ourselves a, a good reminder, let's raise our glasses and toast. May we have the hindsight to know where we've been the foresight to know where we're going and the insight to know when we have gone too far Mm. cheers to a fun journey cheers alita super excited Cole, to be going on this with you thank you for being a being in it with me
0: (laughs) thanks for wrangling me in (laughs) i'm
1: so excited we'll see you at the next episode yep see you soon bye cheers don't want the party to end? Come get social with us. You can find us on Facebook at Do You Need a Drink or send us an email at podcast at doyneedadrink.com And be sure to invite your friends.
0: And if you love today's episode or even just night of Do You Need a Drink? There's more fun to be had. So be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing.